Hello, hello. So, in this episode, I will be ending the fall break series. Um, so last time we talked, I was talking about my trip to Enoshima Island Spa, how it was a beautiful self-care day, um, the beautiful connection I had looking out the ocean and Mount Fuji and all that jazz. Um, so today, I'm going to be talking about my last adventure of my fall break, which was Takao Mountain, or as they call it here in Japan, Takao-san. So Takao-san was easily my favorite part of the entire trip, so I look forward to talking about it. Um, before I get into that though, I um, just, let's see, I wanted to kind of mention how I've been getting all of my social medias together and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be releasing the link to all my social medias this month. Um, I, I talked about this in a few different episodes, but I have been a little, um, a little anxious, I guess, about releasing the link just because, like, it kind of feels like sharing a diary with everyone, but it's like I made all these public diaries to be shared, I just haven't shared it yet, so. Oh, there's an, am there's an ambulance going by. Okay, I think it went by already. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I feel like once I actually share the link with everyone, like post it on my page and all that, like it's kind of, it is, it's it's a bit anxiety, um, what's the word? Um, I feel like I'm anxious about it just because like, it's like kind of like sharing a diary with anyone who comes across it. So like my family might be reading it. My like old people, old friends, I might be reading it. People who I don't even talk to anymore may be reading it. Like people who I am close to who I've talked about in these episodes may be hearing and reading and seeing the things that I have to post. So, but um, there's nothing that I released, I believe, that... I don't want people to hear. It's just like, ah, you're gonna hear my internal opinions about this situation and that situation, ah. <laughs> but I do think there is power to sharing vulnerability and um, I guess I'm just taking vulnerability and making it creative <laughs> and making content out of it. So I look forward to that. Um, I just finished completing my, what is it called? Um, I just finished completing all the blog posts that I wanted to complete, all of the TikToks that I wanted to make, um, so I kind of underestimated how long it would take to put all of, to basically take my experiences in, ha in Hakone, Enoshima, and Tako, and take each experience and um, channel it into a blog post, a TikTok, and a podcast each so that I created so I was able to create like three pieces of content from each thing 
but creating like wow i guess i didn't realize creating nine pieces of content has taken about like <laughs> two weeks <laughs> um because fall break was the first week of november and now it's like november 18th or 19th i believe so it's been like it's been a good like half of the month and i didn't really take that into consideration but luckily i'm not really working on a time schedule or anything which is what i'm really happy about this is more of just me just creating at my own pace but i guess like this has taught me like the pace that i might envision myself working is not always going to follow the pace that i am going to work at or that i'm going to want to work at just because it's like um like even if i really did want to make all these things like i looked forward to doing everything that i was able to um i really i looked forward to making the tiktoks i looked forward to making these podcasts but like i guess having to put each experience into three different pieces of media were was very it was low it was low-key draining i will say um so i'm not sure if i'm going to continue that but i'm really glad that i tried it out i think i'm going to do what i have been doing in the past and stick more to um well actually i'm gonna do a mixture i believe i think like when i do big adventures like um fall break for example went to a bunch of new locations outside of tokyo and i really wanted to be able to channel that into different pieces of media so i do think i'll do that with like big um like bigger adventures but with smaller adventures like oh i tried something new at the convenience store or oh i went to a new place in tokyo i think i'm gonna keep that to doing to only doing like one piece of media or maybe two if i'm really feeling it um but we'll see you know i i think this was good inspiration for me but okay so now actually getting into the whole takao-san aspect so um basically i had tried to wake up early but after leaving enoshima island spa let, let me put it in perspective for you guys basically i had to carry my book bag that i had packed for hakone basically okay so basically i stayed in hakone for two days right and then on or for two nights and for three days so i had a book bag full of stuff um like full of like my clothes that i packed things i had needed and like also some souvenirs that i had got and then i went straight to enoshima island and i basically had to carry that book bag around all day after i left before like I, on my way to the spa and once i left the spa so and i we had went to sleep late both days when we were in hakone when me and my friends were in hakone and then i had we had to wake up early each day so by the third day i was pretty tired plus i had just you know went to the spa i was like oh that was nice i needed that so basically all of that i went through all that and then i knew i was going to the mountain on this fourth day and i wanted to wake up early but i knew that i could feel in my body that i probably was going to take a nice juicy rest <laughs> some good old sleep was going to enter my body so i did not wake up early basically moral of the story 
and I would say that I woke up like I wanted to wake up early so I could make it to the mountain climb up it climb down and it still be like morning or um, still be daytime the sun here in Japan go the sunset and the sun going down that all happens around 5 to 5 30 in Japan um so <laughs> it's like oh geez like I need to you know like to in order to travel <sighs> one second I have not made a blog in quite a while <laughs> if it or a vlog or a podcast in quite a while so it feels like I'm tripping over my words a bit <sighs> okay let's get it together <laughs> but it's okay so basically I woke up around when did I wake up maybe noon when I wanted to wake up some random time that wasn't gonna happen in the morning I woke up at noon, and then I was like, oh, dang. Okay, let me get ready really quick. So, but I had to go take a shower, because I was just so tired from the day before. And then I had to go and, like, you know, get dressed. I had to pack my bag. And I had to figure out what the weather was so I could see what to pack and all that. And by the time I ended up leaving the my place, it was maybe around 2 p.m., just because I also had to eat breakfast and like prepare myself to climb a mountain so I was like dang like it's 2 p.m. already like what <laughs> um or actually was it 2 p.m. yeah yeah it was like 2 p.m. and so I was like dang like the train ride there is like an hour and a half you know assuming I don't get lost or like I don't take the wrong train or something so I'm like dang like when I get there it's gonna be probably like 3 30 to, to 4 and the sun's gonna set around 5 to 5 30 should i even still be going to this mountain like this doesn't even make sense at this point and so i found myself constantly in prayer um just trying to ask for any divine direction because i was like dang like i don't want to spend all the spend the money it takes to take the train all the way there and then like have to just come home you know so I was in a bit of a rut just trying to figure out like what should I do ah and like I literally I remember sitting on my bed just for like 10 minutes straight <laughs> or I felt like 10 minutes straight just really trying to figure out okay so what um what should I do should I just call it quits today and just go tomorrow because I think on this day that I was going it was Saturday and I was like okay well should I just go on Sunday but then like when I be tired the day before the day after when I have to wake up for school like uh, so I was very very torn and the only divine advice from God that I was receiving was just go anyway you know it doesn't make sense right now but you'll be very grateful that you went and I remember asking like okay like will i regret taking all the effort i'm taking now to go to this mountain today like will i end up regretting trying to make everything fit in this time span before it gets dark and all i kept getting was no you're you won't regret it you'll be very very grateful you went and it just didn't make any sense to me because i knew this like i i was like how would i even climb a mountain in one hour it's because it's Mount Taco. It's not a one-hour climb type of mountain. Like it's 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 gonna take a few hours. So I was just like, dang, like, 
you know lord god if you're really telling me and giving me the signals that i'm not gonna regret it and i'm gonna be grateful i at this point in my life i have come to the understanding that we that me as a human i'm not going to understand divine timing until after the fact um so i was like okay i know right now is i'm in the moment things don't make sense but if you're telling me you know like the the being the all the being that is the all seer of everything like the the past present and future then you know i trust you so okay i'll still go if you're saying that i'm not gonna regret it like i'm gonna be grateful i'm gonna have a great time i'm gonna be wild sure okay I'll, i guess i'll give it a chance so you know i found myself walking 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 to the train station went on the train and I think at first I even went on the wrong train. I accidentally went on the local train instead of the um, express train that I needed to go on. Um, for people who don't know, basically the local train stops at every single stop. But the express train only stops at the big train station so that you're skipping on the little ones. And basically it takes you to the train station you need much, much, much quicker. So I had accidentally got on the local one just because like... I'm used to the train stations in like Tokyo when where there like there's a lot of foreigners so like some so basically the some of the signs will be in English or they'll flash in English so I could just wait until the flash is in English and I'm able to know where it's going but some of the trains that are outside of Tokyo um, they don't always flash English sometimes they just stay the Japanese characters so I, you know, I was, when I was entering the train, I was like, okay, I don't know if this which train this is, but it's, you know, it's going somewhere, so let me go on it. And I went on it and ended up being the local train. So, yeah, I think I took the local train for a bit, and I was just like, okay, this is taking away so much time. I'm only like 10 stations out when I have to be like 60 stations out. <laughs> And it's been taking like almost an hour. I need to I need to switch trains. So I switched trains. Oh, I didn't think it was almost an hour. I think it was like half an hour or something around there. And I was like, this is taking much too long. Like on the express train, a half an hour, I could be so much further. So I switched trains to the express train. Um, I had to wait a little bit, but it was worth it. And so basically, all that combined um, ended up being about like a two-hour-ish train ride. Um, and on the way on the train ride you know I, I as I was trying my best to stay faithful to what God was telling me and like what I was understanding from him that like you know everything's going to work out even if I don't understand it right now and I you know I I think I said I was sitting down I'm trying to remember I think I was sitting down and I was just like okay God I was just really like I understand you know the whole divine timing thing that's great and great that's just great good and juicy and all that but like I you know it would just really help if I could have a little bit of clarity on your divine plan like I you know I have all trust in it clearly I'm on the train while I'm looking at the sun setting so I have trust in it I just I would just really appreciate it and then as I was sitting there I got a beautiful God-given idea and it was like well if the sun's already setting and you know you're not gonna be able to climb the mountain why don't you just find a cheap hotel to stay at for the night so that you can wake up early and go right to the mountain and climb it all day and I was like 
it was like my mind was blown i was like what huh i didn't even what that was not something i had even considered i was like whoa um okay i mean like you know is it worth spending the money to do that and you know like is that is that really like is that in my budget like and he and basically he was like well it's an idea for me so of course i'm going to supply you with the things you need to go on it and for you to be okay afterwards so yeah you know i got it your money will always come back to you especially for your needs and for the things that um i have in store for you and i was like okay god you know can't argue with that you know I, if it's god-given plan for me to spend money i mean <laughs> who am i to argue so <laughs> i was like okay well if this is a plan that you have for me then can you help me find a reasonably priced hotel and i kid you not when it was probably in the first five hotels i looked at i saw this one hotel that was like about 60 to about 60 something a night and or like for one night at a night and um i wanted breakfast along with it so to have breakfast with it it was like it was like from 65 to 70 dollars i don't know the exact amount but it was somewhere between those between those two and i was like oh this is perfect okay and i was able to book it on my phone no credit card required you could pay when you got there and it was like free cancellation well of course it was free cancellation but you could pay when you got there so I was like, oh, this is perfect. And checkout was from 3 p.m. to like 1 or 2 a.m. So it literally was everything that I needed and was looking for. So I was like, wow, bless you, Jesus. I I, I am truly thankful. And so I booked that um, really quick on my phone. And I was like, okay, well, I'm set. This is actually really cool. Um, fast forward on the train ride, you know, zoom, zoom, zoom. I get to the train station. And as soon as I um leave the train station i see signs pointing to like the takao onsen or the hot spring which is like you have to go through a certain part in the train station and i was like whoa okay that sounds so cool and um but yeah i remember as soon as i left the station i remember seeing just mountains like just with all this pretty foliage and all the different colors of the leaves like you see the mountain as soon as you get off of the train station and I was like wow okay I'm already happy that I'm here this is this is beautiful this is a beautiful difference from you know skyscraper jungle Tokyo so um, I'm like you know what I'm gonna go give the mountain a look you know give the trail that I'm thinking of a look and you know just give it a little try and as I was walking past um, or as, as I was walking past the mountains to get to the base of the mountain which sounds weird but like basically there's a bunch of mountains near this mountain right so i'm walking to the base of mount taco but there's like other little mountains around it so i'm walking past those and um i ran into this dongo station which is basically uh what do you call it uh it's like do you, if you know what mochi is okay well i guess let's just start from the bases it's like it's balls of mochi on a stick and they um they cook it around like this fire and they put like a glaze on it well they put the glaze on first and they cook it around a fire and um this one was a soy sauce glaze and basically if you don't know what mochi is mochi is kind of like rice that's uh i think it's it's like pounded rice um and 
there's other things that happen to it but basically it's like pounded rice into this really squishy ball of dough um if you want to look it up mochi is spelled m o c h i mochi um but they're really really soft and they're yummy i didn't care too much for the soy sauce glaze but i figured why not try anyway it's a mountain specialty i'm on my way up here might as well give it a little try try um the lady was really nice like <laughs> i was trying my best to speak to her in japanese but you know i'd be trying but it's not always it's not always the best um but i'm trying my best i'm still learning still you know a baby in the japanese language and she noticed that i was hot i was trying my best to understand her but i wasn't understanding her a huge amount and so then she asked me in japanese do i speak english and i was like yes and yo, when I say this lady started speaking like a very close to fluent English, I was like, oh, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hi. Um, yes, I'm an exchange student. Like, I was just so I was just so surprised because usually like um, a lot of times in Japan, people like when people are trying to speak English, they're only able to speak certain words similar to how I was able to speak Japanese. But usually it's not like too many sentences unless they're like like younger so I, I thought that was interesting but it, we had a nice little conversation she was asking me like oh well how do you like japan so far like how do you like being an exchange student just stuff like that while she was roasting the dango so that was a nice start to um my journey but yeah so after i ate my dango i headed to the base of the mountain and i got to the start of trail one now let me tell you about the trails so there's like oof i don't know how many maybe oof, a little less than 10 trails if not 10 trails um the most popular trail is trail one solely because trail one is paved and also you're, you're able to see like a lot of things around the mountain when you go up it so trail one is usually the trail that most people take but there's like a bunch of other trails that go different directions in the mountain but for me i knew i wanted to take trail one because it goes it takes you straight up to the top of the mountain not straight up but it takes you to the t to the peak of the mountain and i was like okay i would love to see the peak of the mountain so i definitely want to do that and then maybe i'll go down some different trails um on the mountain or something so i was like okay cool lit let's go so I decided to um, give the trail a little try while I was there. Like it wasn't dark at all yet. It was just it was in the mist of sunset. So I was like, okay, let me try walking this trail for a bit just to see what I'm up against tomorrow, and um, you know, see just see how far I want to go, and just to give it a little you know testaroony. So I started heading up trail one, and as I'm heading up here, like everyone is coming down the trail. <laughs> Like, I kid you not, and I was saying, like, basically for most of the time, I was the only person, the only being heading up the the mountain trail. Um, and I was like, dang, you know, they're probably looking at me like, this foreigner, does she know that, like, it's about to get dark? <laughs> but maybe they were or were not thinking that, but that, that was their dialogue in my mind. <laughs> but as I was heading up the trail, um, it was... It was really pretty, but, like, it was getting darker, so, like, 
you know how like when you go when you see nature like in the daytime with like the sun shining through the leaves and like the sun bouncing off of the trees and the bushes and everything like it looks like magical like it looks like you're in Bambi like you you look like you're in a Disney movie but at nighttime yo that <laughs> that stuff it don't be looking so magical it kind of just be looking like the wilderness you know it doesn't look like like fantasy like it doesn't look like fantasy um it doesn't look as fantasy-esque it looks like the wilderness you're like oh mm -hmm. what's about to pop out like so it was on the verge of looking like that because there was no sunlight um like it was past golden hour and but it wasn't dark so it was just like in the midst of getting dark so i was like okay I'm not gonna, I don't think, I don't think climbing up this mountain today, or climbing too far up this mountain is for me today. I think that's more for a tomorrow thing. And also, like, it was, I only climbed up the mountain for maybe 20 minutes or so, and like, that was steep. It was, it was steep. Like, my calves were like, help me! Like, they, they weren't happy that I was putting them through this labor, and I took a seat down on a bench, and I kind of just breathed a bit because I was surely out of breath and I looked at, I listened to like the river because there's like a tiny little creek I, I think I'd rather call it a creek there's a tiny creek like going through on the side and basically okay think of like a path in the middle and then on the sides there's like benches and then on the sides of those benches is like a little creek going through so it was kind of like that and I was listening to it for a while and I was like okay god so should I keep going or should I go back down and he was like you know whichever you choose I can keep you safe and I'll be with you so it's whatever you choose but just know that you have tomorrow and you can always go back to your hotel whenever you like or you can go to your hotel whenever you like and I and I think that really humbled me I was like okay you know what I don't have to climb much today i don't have to really go like get into the mountain today that's why i'm staying overnight is so that i can have today maybe to look at things around the mountain so i was like okay you know i respect that thank you i'm gonna go down this mountain now so as i was going down the mountain i saw one grandma or an elder lady and i saw us a, a group of like maybe high school boys headed up the mountain um and that was the only other people i saw headed up the mountain but i was like i was wondering i was like hmm, are they just like walking up right now or are they like headed up the mountain but anyhow so yeah that happened and then i headed all the way down the mountain and by the time i got down um it was it was kind of starting to get dark so i remember when i had got off the train station i had saw the trick art museum that like really 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 close to the i think you can see you can literally see it from the train station so i was like you know what i haven't been to an art museum here um in japan yet so let me go there and illusion art sounds really cool so let me give it a try so i went back over there and maybe like 10 or less minute walk it was really ooh, it, was, it was it was pretty close so i went over to the trick art museum and it's basically like a bunch of illusion art it's a type of art that like if you like if you walk in a horizontal line in front of the art like it changes positions or you, it might change colors or like something might follow you 
stuff like that or like there was some interactive art so like if you one of the I remember one of them if you turn on there was like a bunch of sticks and like we're a weird figure a weird formation and so if you turn on the light in front of it the shadows make it all look like it's a dinosaur or like there was a room where um if you walk in it the different lights turn on and you and they kind of look like um like kaleidoscope type lights where like it looks like a bunch of lights that almost look like a different galaxy so it was um it was some cool stuff to interact with but basically when i went there um if i paid for the entrance fee and they gave me a free um a free drink coin and i was like okay let me try this when i leave um and then when i went in the attendant lady i don't i don't remember how much it was to get in but it was like something in the teens like of dollars like something between 10 to 18 dollars but i don't remember what the price was so that's like an estimation um so i went in and the employee lady's like okay follow me so she asked me like do i speak do i want her to explain things in english or japanese i was like english please so she was like okay so she basically gave me like this little a little like it's like a piece of cardboard that you hold in front of one eye so that you're only looking at a picture through one like through one eye and the other eye is covered so she would like show me like how how to understand the illusions um it was and it was kind of actually it was kind of cute like she like for example one of the things she was like okay come over here with me to the stairs and so as we were walking towards the stairs i could tell that it was like um the stairs were fake I mean, like, they didn't look fake, but I was like, these stairs are probably fake or something, like, in my mind, and she led me over, and she was like, oh, I'm sorry, haha, <laughs> so these aren't actually stairs, it's a picture, wow, <laughs> and I was like, oh, whoa, like, playing along with it, <laughs> um, or, she, like, she would pose in front, <laughs> she would pose in front of a picture, and she'd be like, okay, cover one eye, and so I'd cover one eye, and she would make it look like she's stepping on, like, um, like a stool that was painted on the wall or something and then she would be like okay um, like take it off your eye and then like it would look like at first it would look like it was an actual stool then you I would take the um, the blinder thing off of one eye and then it would just look like she's standing in front of the painting with her leg up <laughs> so it was like little things like that so I was like okay this is actually kind of funny and cute okay I'll get I'm I'm interested <laughs> and she was like okay so she showed me maybe for the first like two or three exhibit or um not exhibits but like pictures and then she was like okay you can go explore on your own there's a um there is a basement floor this floor and the top floor and you know have a great time and i was like okay cool so um you know i went through the first floor it was interesting to say the least solely because like on at least on the first floor they were going with this whole ancient egyptian tombs theme and they had like an africa themed room with a bunch of like african uh like uh animals and like one portrait of like a black child yeah so i um <laughs> i was like okay you know i'm not surprised because it's japan but um let's see what else you guys are trying to do and there's like a lot of little people looking things where you could look through and you would see like an illusion or something 
and I remember, <laughs> I remember I was going through, there's, so the first floor was like a maze thing, so I was going through the maze, and I noticed that, like, something looked like a trap door, so I was like, hmm, I wonder what's behind this, so I opened, I opened the little trap door, and I saw, like, the lady that had been showing me, like, the first three exhibits, and so she laughed, and she was like, oh, yeah, that's a, that's a trap door, I was like, oh, that, Konnichiwa. <laughs> then I closed the door, and I was like, "Okay, let me go look through the rest of the of the exhibit." Um, now I will be honest. As I was going through the exhibit, a lot of the exhibits are built for people to take pictures of each other with, or to take pictures of each other in front of the artwork, so that it looks like you're like an you're part of the illusion. So, like for example, one of the rooms you um there was like a, a staircase and it had like footprints to show like where the person with the camera should stand and to take a picture of the person on the floor and the person on the floor was supposed to pose on like a rock or something to make it look like they were trying to escape like a castle falling apart so and then like there would be like a screen in the corner that showed an example of how past people posed and how the pictures turned out to make it look like they were actually escaping a like a castle falling apart and so there was a lot of exhibits that were like that in the on the first floor so it was kind of like oh dang okay so i did i am on a solo trip right now so it's not like i and it wasn't like I, there was anyone like when I tell you, I really didn't see anybody on the first floor. Like, it felt like I was the only person on the first floor. So it wasn't like there's anyone for me to ask, and I didn't come there with anyone, and there was no, like, work, there was no employees around, so I couldn't really, you know, there was no one there to take pictures for me. And I started to feel kind of lonely because most of the muse most of the museum at this point was for people to take pictures, and I was like, dang, it probably would have been really fun to come here, like, on a date or like um like with some friends and just take goofy pictures and a lot of the pictures were set up to the point where I couldn't even set up my camera to like do a self timer or anything because like it had to be held at a certain angle so that was a little like frustrating and I started to kind of regret coming and started to feel lonely and I was like dang like why'd you bring me here god <laughs> like it's I'm not I'm kind of feeling like I wasted my money because I can't even appreciate the museum in the way it's supposed to be appreciated. Um, so that kind of sucks. But, you know, I'm going to keep, I'm going to get my money's worth and I'm going to go through the entire museum. I'm going to give it a try. See, you know, all about that. One second. Ah, some good old water. So anyway yeah so i was walking through you know not not feeling the best and i and i think at a point i was kind of like okay i'm kind of just bored like i'm just seeing things painted on the wall it's not like i'm seeing like art like art conceptual artwork or anything like it's just like objects painted on the wall for people to take pictures so it's not like like it's not like walking through an art museum like an art museum you're looking at photo you're looking at things that people have created with the concept in mind and you're like able to like trying to decode the concept or like see how they were able to express like an emotion or any of that these pictures were it would just be for example like like a shark coming out of a painting and like 
foot footprints right next to it to show where to stand to make it look like he's coming at you so it just didn't really feel like I could appreciate the art even though I was trying to um and then I think there was a basement floor I tried out where there's like it's like a gallery of like illusion art so that was okay but yeah I started to feel like I was wasting my time and I was like dang I kind of just want to find the exit and leave um, and then I actually started looking for the exit and then I was I realized there's the second floor and I was like oh dang you know I should probably check out the second floor before I leave um, and just make sure like I got to check out the entire museum you know I want to get that money's worth so I go up to the second floor and I'm looking at this exhibit or whatever and you know also you know there were other people on the basement floor and on the second floor but a lot of them were like couples so you know, I'm not trying to be like, hey, can y'all excuse yourself from your dates? Like, take my pictures. Um, and it was kind of like there wasn't really too many picture-worthy things on the basement floor. Because it was more of just a gallery. And on the second floor, I had just got there, so I was still looking around. Um, so I was looking at this exhibit, and as I'm looking, I noticed one of the employee ladies come over. And she's like, she's like, oh, um, she tried to signal, she's... I couldn't understand her Japanese completely, but basically, like, looking at her hand gestures and, like, the certain words she was able to say in English, she was basically saying, like, did she want, did I want her to take my picture? And I just felt so, I don't know, I felt so thankful. Like, it felt like she was literally a blessing. I was like, oh my gosh, my picture? I, yes, please, if that's okay. Um, that's not how I said it, but that's how I <laughs> that's how I felt and so she basically went around with me like anytime I would go up to a um a, what is it like a piece of art and like look at the details of like what the illusion was she would come over and she'd be like okay do you want to take your picture and I basically said yes to like all of them because I didn't have any other pictures from the museum and she actually knew how to pose me exactly how I needed to be posed. And the pictures actually turned out really, really cool. Um, so I was I was just so thankful. And I was like, oh, God, thanks. So you had, so you know, I just had to get through the storm downstairs to make it upstairs. Oh, okay. So you didn't send me here for no reason for me to feel lonely. I appreciate it. Um, and yeah, so it was it was definitely really nice having being able to have someone take my pictures um and it definitely made the experience like of even going to the museum so much more worth it <laughs> so yeah that was the trick art museum and basically after that oh yeah so they gave me the free drink coin so after i left there was like a drink um vending machine outside and i got me a nice warm strawberry latte and i sat out um at the tables outside but you know it's like fall at this point so it's not like it's warm outside so i start looking at my hotel information i'm like okay so what train do i have to take how many trains does it take how far away is it getting all my info together so um it can be an easy ride over so you know do a little google search here google search there screenshot here screenshot that and i'm like okay well i finished my latte and i'm ready to go so I throw in my latte and I head to the train station and so as I'm walking through the train station I see the sign for the onsen um, and it's pointing like go this way if you want to go to the onsen 
um, to, to, to the outdoor onsen, I should say. And I was like, hmm, like stroking my imaginary beard. Like, hmm, that's, a, that's an interesting offer. Let me go see how much the price is. So I decide to go see how much the price is. Um, and there's like this poster, like, and so there's like this corridor where or a hallway where there's like a but it's made like all the walls are made of bamboo sticks and i was like oh wow this is nice and like traditional and cute so at the front of that there's a big poster and it said it has all the prices listed and so i think it was like i want to say maybe a thousand five hundred yen which is about like I want to say from 10 to 12-ish dollars. So I was like, oh, bet. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I decided to do it. And so I walk down the corridor, and I go to the onsen, you know. And this one is definitely different from the onsen I went from the onsen I went to at Enoshima Spa. The one at Enoshima Spa, like, you, is definitely, it definitely gives spa vibes. Like, you can do a lot of stuff just for the, like, the entrance fee. For this one, um, it was different because you have to pay a suit before you enter the bath, and you have to pay to rent a towel, and you have to pay and purchase a face towel if you want one. So I was like, okay, um, I guess I'll do that just because I didn't bring a towel with me, because I didn't know I was going to stay, like, overnight. So I bought a face towel, I rented a body towel, and or a drying towel. And then I headed on my way to the onsen, um, got, I changed in the bathroom stall, and, um, you know, I, once I got to the locker room, put my stuff in the locker, put the little key, what's it called, the little key wristband thing on my, on my wrist, and, um, I basically, so, like, be, just because I was still just, like, I didn't really know what to expect at an outdoor onsen, you know, a little, a little shy, I um put my body not my body towel. Um I so the what is it called? The face towel was one of those like longer face it was like one of those longer towels where it like if I were to put it um, like it covers my entire torso basically, like from like from te chest to crotch I would say. Um uh, it's like one of those longer towels. Like you couldn't wrap it around your body, but if you laid it on your body vertically it would go from like like chest to crotch um or shoulders to crotch actually i don't know chest to crotch chest to crotch yeah it was one of those things that maybe that are about like as long as like your forearm or something oh uh, maybe a little longer but yeah you get the vibes so um or actually i would say the tip of your hand to maybe like your elbow like so like like that just one of the longer towels so i put that on my body and then I went to go take a shower, um, and the showers here are not actual showers. It was basically, um, you go to the shower stall, so there's like a bunch of stalls all lined up, and they're all separated by a small little wall. Like, okay, so when I walk into the onsen, you know, everyone's naked, of course, and um, you can still see the backs of everyone who are showering. Like, you see them sitting on the little stools, like, crack, like cracks exposed and all. Like, you know, there's no, like, even though I'm saying it's a stall, it's not a cut-off stall. It's just, like, separating you from your neighbor. But your back is exposed, so, you know, and there's a mirror in front of it. So it's not really all that private, but it, 
it makes it a little less awkward so your neighbor isn't like glancing at you or something so i went to one of the shower stalls went into one of the freshly washed ones um because like usually there's a what's it called not a janitor but like someone who's constantly cleaning around the bathhouse um so i saw like one of the chairs she had just cleaned so i was like gotcha and i sat there um and you know i took my little shower and everything uh used their uh what is it called body wash and all that this one smelled really good actually and um you know washed off and so once i got all squeaky clean i was like it's onsen time show i um was i was actually really excited to go to the outdoor onsen and so how it is there's basically um like these really tall bamboo walls and you can see the mountain it it was dark so you know it's not as um crazy colorful or anything as if it were in the morning time but um you can see the mountain from there and you can see like stars and everything in the sky and it felt like it felt like a dream i would say i was like wow this is no this is pretty and so they had a um they had plants like all around the different uh, different hot springs and they had about five hot springs oh, yeah they about they had about five hot springs and one cold spring water bath um so i guess i'll i'll explain all five of them as we go through the story um so i went outside and i first i went to the carbonated bath the carbonated bath was the biggest bath there and it's outdoors and when you sit in it you're able to see like the mountains like straight up like you just look straight in the mountains like right there so and you can see like um all the other baths from this point so i was like okay let me go to this one first you know ease into it and then um then i'll go explore the other baths so that one was really nice um i remember seeing like two friends talking while they were looking out at the mountain um i saw like this um younger girl and then like behind her was like her grandma and i think her grandma or but it was like it was like this younger girl and then there was an older like elder lady so i'm assuming it was either her mother or her grand her grandma maybe her mother um she was like and the the elder lady was massaging the girl's like shoulders and stuff so i think it might have been her mom and her mom was massaging her shoulders so i thought that was really beautiful and sensual um and i was like wow i never really thought about it like i bet like well, you know like family members do come here together and just like talk about life and stuff um so and they looked really deep in conversation too so i was i, I thought that was really interesting i had not seen that before um and i saw like a mother and her little her little um kid daughter like went running through the um onsens and everything so it was just like you see all different types of people in the onsen um but yeah so i went to the carbonated bath first looked at the mountains and just like being like wow this is where i met in life i feel so grateful so beautiful i'm i'm happy um and then after that i went to the the hot spring so the hot spring is just like the typical hot water and like what was cool about it is that it's like the sides of the baths are all like different uneven stone like it's all rounded out but it's all uneven stone and then there's like actual plants around it and there's like little signs that's like um 
you know, like, don't get stung by insects or something if you're playing in the plants or whatever. So I was like, oh, so these, like, real, real plants. Like, okay, that's actually really cool. Um, so, and it was beautiful because there's no roof um, above this little bath. And, like, when you look up, you can see the stars. And you can see, like, you just... You can see the stars, and I was like, wow, that this is gorgeous. And you can see, like, the steam rising from the bath, like, into the air, um, just because the air is a little cooler, and the steam is obviously, like, hot, hot. So, or not the steam, like, the bath. So, that that felt really, really dreamy. Mm, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, um, then after that, I tried, I tried the hot, hot bath. Now, the hot, hot bath, I don't know how much hot, I don't know how to explain how much hotter it is than the normal hot spring bath, but it's definitely way hotter, and you actually have to go up, like, this tiny flight of stairs. It's like, it's, the bath itself is elevated um, above all the other ones, so you go up these little stairs, and then there's the nice little super hot bath, and there's a roof above it, so, um, like, like no, it doesn't get rained in or anything. Um, I tried to go in it, but it was too hot for me at this point. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make my way back around to you. But I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. Um, so then I realized that, like, oh, my body must be in the process of overheating. Because I tried to go back into a different um, hot spring bath, and it was too hot. So I was like, okay, it's cool off time. Yay. <laughs> So basically what that means is that I knew I needed to go into the cold, the cold spring water bath. So I went into the cold spring water bath and um, it was cold. <laughs> it was real, real cold. And it's just, it's freezing. And so I, you know, I know you're, I'm, I'm completely aware that you're supposed to just go in real quick. And it's a lot less painful and you know it's just like it's quicker it's easier it makes more sense right I couldn't do it couldn't do it so I basically like I had to go in slow my body just wasn't feeling it like <laughs> like I did want to get cooled off but I to go in just like just bloop, it I couldn't process it so I went in slowly um it was it was horrible um I'll admit that here now but I had to do what I had to do, you know. And by the time I got my, I got my whole body in there, like shoulders and down. Um, usually, when I go into the cold baths, I curl up into a little ball so that I can keep the body heat within. And it's like the strategy that I've realized is that if you curl up into a ball and you keep your hands on like a part of your body, whether it's your legs or like um like you can be sitting on them or if it's like your chest keep your hands on your body or even if it's on like your arm or something if you keep your like if you keep the palm of your hands on your body you feel a lot warmer so I, that's what i did i kept my hands on my body i curled up in the ball and i just like waited for a little bit until like i felt too until i started started to feel too cold or not too cold but like my body started to shake or something so, um, stayed in there for a bit, and then I was like, okay, I can't do it no more. Can't do it no more. And so I got, I got up out the bath, and so then, so indoors, there were two baths, okay? So indoors, where the shower room is, 
there is the cold water bath and then there was this purple bath i was like okay i've never seen a purple bath and then i was saying what is this so i go over to the purple bath and i see the sign i couldn't read it fully but what i could read was that it was a lychee juice bath now if you don't know what a lychee is a lychee is a fruit um it's spelled l-y-c-h-e i don't know if there's two e's or one e but that's how it's spelled um if you want to google it or look it up but it's basically i don't know how to explain it they taste really good though i haven't had them um only time i had lychees was when i was in china but that's a whole nother story for another time um basically it has like a harder exterior shell but on the inside it's like fleshy it's almost like a grape um like the size of it like a like one of those big grapes it's like that size but um it's like white fleshy uh, it's like white and fleshy on the inside but it's like it's like a big grape in a way very really roughly kind of like a grape <laughs> um but the outside the outside exterior shell is harder um and the inside is like squishy and juicy and it's white but they're really good actually they're sweet um and it is a fruit um so yeah it was lychee juice themed and it smelled really nice tbh um and of course it's like diluted it's not just stirred up lychee juice that would just be like real sticky but it's like really diluted i think it's more it's more of like 70 mm, i want to say 80 percent like water i'm sure like 20 percent lychee juice um with probably some like color additives but it like it smelled like there was a faint smell of lychee and the the pool itself was purple um but like the the texture and the consistency of the water just felt like normal water it just felt like a normal hot spring that just smelled nicer and was a different color but yeah so i went in there and it was nice i sat in there for a little bit but i wanted to go back outside so i was like let me go but while i was in the lychee bath i noticed that this lady had okay so basically in the lychee bath there's like a cloudy window so that you can like you can see people moving outside but you can't like see them you can see like what their bodies are doing but like you can't really you know like it's a it's a it's a cloudy window basically so what i noticed i saw like a white body moving which was just some random japanese lady i saw the body okay i won't say a white body moving but you know like a, a lighter skinned body moving around um outside of the window which i knew was a japanese woman because i was the only foreigner in this bath house at the moment so i saw her moving but then i saw her like sit down on something for a while like almost she sat down in a way that it seemed like a beach chair or a poolside chair and i saw her sit down for a bit and then i was like i wonder what she's sitting on because i didn't notice any chairs out there and she's just like sitting and like just looks like she just chillaxing like from like I can't tell what it is she's chillaxing on but she's just like in that position and then I see her get up and walk away and so when I saw her walk away I waited a little bit then I was like okay I want to go see what she was sitting on because if there's a somewhere you can sit on sit on if there's something you can sit on outside or like you can just like chill out I'm interested so I walked over outside and I had noticed these things earlier but I didn't I didn't register that they were chairs so basically it's like a set of like four chairs and they're all connected and basically it's like there's water running down the back 
down the seat and down the arm um what's it called the armrest and there's so there's water running down like all parts of the chair but and there's also like and it's all running into this big foot bath where like it like think of like um it's like a foot bath basically so it's basically you can sit in the chair and your whole back is going to be covered in running warm water and i was like what this is a much better way to cool off so i i went to go try it out and i was in love easily probably my favorite part of the entire like hot door hot door <laughs> of the entire outdoor onsen um so it's like you sit out there and you basically are able to just look up at the stars and lay there naked and i mean of course at least for me i put on my long face towel over like my chest and like it covered everything it needed to basically um cover the chest area and the crotch area and i was able to lay there without flashing people but it also was like at the basis of it all i'm laying i'm sitting there naked and feeling the outside air but i'm not getting cold because everything behind like on my back it has all the um has like warm water running down it so you know it felt great and at a point it even started drizzling like lightly drizzling outside and i just sat there and i was like wow this feels exquisite i love this this feels great and it was just refreshing because when can you when do you ever really get the chance to like sit outside naked and look at the stars and not feel like you, you know like not feel like you're breaking the law or something like <laughs> um i was just it it was it felt great it was it was beautiful um and then there was also one other bath it was it's called a cypress bath which i believe is basically um uh it's like a bunch of bath salts but they're like um i forgot the word oh dang i forgot the word for it but it's like dissolved dissolved it's a bunch of dissolved bath salts so the water is super cloudy in it like but you can also like it uh, yeah that's what it is cypress bath is dissolved bath salt water where it's super cloudy um but it's like it's indoors but you can see outside like you can feel the outside from this part so it's like we're on the verge of being inside and outside but it's covered by a roof and it's part of the indoor um part but like if you walk if you like stand up from the bath like if you're in the bath you stand up and you walk outside of the bath you're outside it's like that basically so um it was okay but i would say my favorite bath was either hmm, my favorite bath my favorite bath i would have to say my favorite bath was the normal hot spring just because it's surrounded by plants you can look up and see the stars you can see the steam rising and um even when it was drizzling um i went into the hot spring bath like the normal one and like the smoke started rising the smoke the steam started started rising even higher and it all just felt so poetic to be there like i was like wow and i had this big realization i was like you know what like i could be anywhere on this earth in any universe doing anything in any place and this is where i'm at right now in japan in a hot in an outdoor hot spring looking up at the stars and feeling like a champion i feel very blessed 
and yeah I was just it was just a really deep sense of gratitude and it was really refreshing so that was the um outdoor onsen absolutely great experience I would love to go back um so yeah so after that I I was pretty you know I was pretty good I was pretty set so I was like let me go to my hotel and go to sleep so that I can wake up early to go to to climb the mountain tomorrow so I checked into my hotel um I stopped at the 7-eleven to get some snacks before I went there I got the wrong type of chips um I got butter flavored on accident now butter flavored potato chips here they don't taste like but they do taste like butter but it's not it's not it's not it like I don't know how to explain it it's like it tastes like artificial butter um and I you know I did not I could not finish that bag I hate to waste food I hate to admit it couldn't finish the butter flavored potato chips and you would think that sounds good right but no it's like it doesn't taste like butter is, is, is on a potato no no it tastes like they took a stick of butter they took the flavor they made it artificial and then they made butter flavored chips like I have no idea how to explain it never had chips like that before never will again um but yeah and then I caught up with this anime called Spy Family um I watched like an epi like episode or two and then I was like okay let me set an alarm for tomorrow so I can wake up get my free breakfast and then bibbidi bop my way out of here to the mountain so that was the end of day one um oof that was an hour so you know what this is gonna be part one of the Hakone trip um and oh my gosh did I say Hakone no my part one of the Takao-san trip so yeah it went really well and um thanks for hearing my adventure next um part two I'll be talking about the trek up the mountain and how um and how all of that went so yeah um don't want to do question of the day question of the day i guess um do you think you have you ever went on an adventure and then got a hotel last minute and if you have never done that before i'm, I'm talking like unplanned and if you've never done that before would you ever and if you wouldn't why not um so yeah that's my question of the day but okay see you guys for part two bye bye